Hi everyone, it's Tom Panos here, and I've got with me Carmen Stenter, who is from Ray White at Manningham. Welcome, Carmen. Thank you, Tom. I'm so excited because we've got a female agent, attraction agent, uh, seven-figure agent that's been in real estate for how many years now, Carmen? 14 years. 14 years. And you work here at Ray White, um, Manningham, Doncaster. And um, can you just give people a brief history on your real estate life to date? Okay, to date. Well, look, I started 14 years ago and um, my entrance into real estate really was something that derived from me going out looking at homes and was very disappointed in um, yeah how I was treated actually with the service um, and oddly enough I ended up listing my home with a lower profile agency in the area for a high commission because the agent that actually serviced me was one that got the business in right. the end. Um, oddly enough it was funny because I didn't think that you know it was something I could possibly do I didn't feel probably good enough to you know become a real estate agent, but it was something I always wanted to do because you came out of being a housewife, isn't yes, it? Yes, right. um, for 15 years, a stay right. at home housewife, 15 years, stay at home housewife, yes, mum. And then you have an experience with an agent, you think to yourself, I can do it better, and next thing you know, is you've joined as a real estate agent, exactly. But, um, as a quirky story to that, though, um. I read a lot of self-motivational books and um, I suppose everyone knows who Oprah Winfrey is and she had this doctor on her show before he's famous and that was Dr Phil and he asked the audience a question that if there was anything that they could do that they knew they couldn't fail, what would it be? Obviously if you knew you couldn't fail and you're living life within your spirit, your answer would be different. Anyway, mine was always to become a real estate agent but I thought, oh, God, how could I do that? Having, you know, a husband in his own business, being fanatical around the home, wanting to be the housewife and the mother and everything to everyone. And I thought, want to do it, but I don't think I could. But anyway, once I heard that, and then I read a book that actually said exactly the same thing in there. I thought, oh, this is an omen. I'm meant to get into real estate. And so I went and pursued a career and, yeah, became very successful by just treating people the way I wanted to be treated in the end. Okay, so one of the first things we take away from this video, just talking to Carmen in the first uh, one or two minutes, is what would you do if you knew you could not fail? And that question, repeated to Carmen through a book and... A show. A show. Yes. Dr. Uh, Dr. Phil McGore, I think his name is, Dr. Yes. Phil McGore. You never know, Carmen, the book or the TV show or the conversation that changes your life. Because to me, that is a life changer, isn't it, what's happened there? Absolutely. It changed my life because it, yeah, it basically made me take a really good look at myself. And, um, you know, regardless of what anyone else would think, what it was I wanted to do and went out and pursued it. And I think it was just like, um, it's just like magic if you treat people the way you want to be treated in the end it it just comes back to you it's like a boomerang Come. you made a very interesting point you've gone into real estate your own experience as a buyer taught you that you wanted to come in and be a different agent absolutely and you recently won a very prestigious award and you were saying to me Tom um, I don't mind 
awards and you always hear about someone being number one and you have been number one in the past for a previous group um, here in Melbourne, a large group um, and now with Ray White you're always up there with the best of them but you said to me, to me a more important award is the one that I got which was the Customer Service Award Mm -hmm. Um, and tell me why that is something that matters to you a lot. Okay, here at Ray White it's called the Dan McAvey Award which is an award that was derived um, for superior client service for those who go above and beyond um, in client service. You know, just just go all out. And, um, yeah, that that just made me very proud because that's what I'm all about is just, you know, making sure that when I do a job I do it well and then I do extra. You've got, like, I mean, when you say extra, you've done some things that are way, way extra. I mean, we're having a chat before this interview today and you were telling me about, um, I'd love you to maybe share that quick story about uh, the lady that couldn't sleep. Oh, okay. Um, uh, that particular vendor was um, going through a separation and once the home was sold, we signed contracts that night. She found out that her husband actually had left her for um, another woman and she was most distressed. My husband and I went out um, on a family function and got home. I think it must have been just after two o'clock in the morning and I noticed that there was a voicemail message on my phone that came in at around one o'clock in the morning and it was from a very, very distressed vendor. And a week prior, she'd given me a sleeping pill, which, you know, I, I don't don't take, but um, she, she knew that I wasn't sleeping really well, had a lot of deals that I was trying to get over the line. So it was quite a stressful week. So make her happy, I thought, look, I'll take it away with me. Well, anyway, she was desperately looking for a sleeping pill because she was devastated. So it must have been somewhere around 2.30 in the morning, I went over there to console her and put her to sleep, and she's never forgotten that. Well, I think, I mean, things like that are the things that there's a saying, you want to win share of wallet, you win share of heart, you know. When you have a true connection with someone, and I know that that's an extreme example, but one of the things that I know you pride yourself on, that your best form of prospecting is providing amazing service. Because if you're providing amazing service, they're prospecting for you all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? I want to talk... You work hard, Carmen, and I'm going to try and work out, like, you're a, a mum, you're a, a, a wife, you're an agent that works long hours. I mean, do you work long hours? I do, um, but I do try to have that balance. Um, I don't find this really a job. It's become a lifestyle now. It's funny because Brian White once said to me a couple of years ago that he hasn't worked a day in his life. And I do know now where that's come from because real estate now has become a lifestyle to me. Um, I do try to have a balance as such where I, now with my vendors, they become my friends and my whole social network apart from my family is made up of people that I associate with on a day-to-day Buyers, basis. Buyers, sellers, potential exactly. clients. Yeah, lots of dinners, um, you know, different social events, and, and it makes it fun. You just don't feel like you're working, because let's face it, it is a people. Yeah, isn't it? Carmen, it's funny you say that, because I'm convinced that when you're doing work you like, with people you like working with, it doesn't feel like work, does it? No, it doesn't to me anymore. Um, Again, you know, I work with a nice bunch of people. I choose the vendors I want to work with. I'm not one of these agents that will just take on the business 
for the sake of commission because I feel that if you if you're dealing with negative people or people that are going to drain you, it's not going to leave you in good stead for the next next listing that comes along. So I try to surround myself with positive people. Right. And if I'm appraising your home and I can tell that, hey, even though you want me to sell your home, you're not going to listen to the, any of the ideas that I have, whether it be presenting your home for market or whether it would be um, paying for marketing, um, all that sort of thing, I think, well, you know what, maybe I'll leave you to the agency across the street. Right. Pick. Carmen, what I want to talk to you about is vendor paid marketing. You're known as a marketing queen. You're very good at getting marketing. Your properties are always well promoted. Um, that's how I got to know you. You've got big ads in our paper, but you you know you've got you've got exceptional marketing. Your homes are always got good presented big ads. What's the secret to getting VPA for you? Okay. It's all in demonstrating to the potential vendor why, if they pay more and do some marketing, why um, why it's going to achieve a better price. So I do that by, there's a couple of different things that I do and depending on who it is, um, I feel if you're engaging with them, maybe with a pen and paper and you're actually demonstrating and showing them some case studies, so you take it really a pen, helps me. Pen, paper, you pen sit, paper, sit down yes. with them. Yeah. I engage with them, I do I. You're not one of these people that takes a computer or iPad and shows things like that. You like to keep things all... I, I, I do have a display folder, right, because I feel it's, it's important to some people to touch and feel and actually see what they're going to get. I'll have cuttings of the newspaper ads along with the brochures, the authority, um, what was quoted, what eventually sold for, and I'll tell a little story. But what often works for me is I'll have a piece of paper, I'll draw a swimming pool, a round circle, and I'll say, well, Tom, you know, this is the pool of buyers, okay, that are going to come and have a look at your home. And to get that pool filled with these buyers, we've got to go into different directions to pull buyers out there to come into this swimming pool. And it starts with... I start sort of sectioning off this circle and I'll use a 24-hour sales board, right? A 24-hour salesperson, which is your for sale board. Then I'll do another little graph of um, percentage for the database, people I've already met. So you're basically just drawing like triangles. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Then I'll get to the internet and I'll get to Premier Property. I might use the, uh, the Herald Sun. And then I'll use our local newspaper, which is leader in this area. And so I've drawn this circle and I'm engaging with you now and I'll say to you, well, you know, Tom, if this is how much you want to pay, let me just show you we've just cut out this percentage of buyers here. Now, if we don't go premier property, we've just cut out another large percentage of buyers. So I just basically prove to them that if they tick all the boxes we've got a better chance in getting that better price. Okay. Yeah, and it's telling stories. And, and often, look, I never have, um, without sounding arrogant, don't ever have a problem in getting vendor paid advertising. I think if you spend enough time explaining to people why yeah. they need it. Yeah. Because, um, look, I've listed properties for vendors that, you know, were really tight. They had financial problems, difficulties. But once you sell it to them... And you demonstrate, because no point talking to them, you need to demonstrate. I don't have a problem with it. Okay. Um, Key takeaway point, 
I've said it before and Carmen has reiterated it and that is people pay for marketing but it is value that they get if you demonstrate the value proposition. And I've got to tell you, Carmen's as good as anyone in doing that. We're not talking about having some big high-tech presentation here. We're talking on a piece of paper that a simple vendor can understand that every time you take some marketing out, you're taking out buyers that Carmen could be speaking to and people begin to understand that it may impact their final selling price. Exactly, and it could make the difference between 50 to 100, maybe even a couple of hundred thousand dollars depending on what end of the market this home is in. Yeah, I know Carmen that all the marketing you do helps you be an attraction agent and puts you on the shopping list for more listing presentations, but you've indicated to me that for you, your whole business about getting new business coming in, your potential vendors all lie at open houses. Absolutely. Tell me about your open house strategy. Okay, open houses to me and auctions are show day. Okay, I'm on stage. Um, it's the only chance I get in knocking your socks off. It's first impression counts. It starts from my car, right? It's got to be clean. Um, from the front door, um, walking, starting from the driveway, I want those homes to look impeccable. They come to the door. My assistant takes down, gets their photo ID, takes down their names and numbers. I introduce myself at the door. I look at myself as a travel guide when I'm at my open. So I could be showing you all the beautiful sides of Rome. And I will be saying to you, um, if it's a very busy open, obviously you can't talk to every individual buyer, but I will then gather people around and say, um, just thought I would um, introduce myself. My name's Carmen Stender. I'm from Ray White Manningham. Can I go through some of the features of the home with you? And I do that. I engage with them, make them feel relaxed. And they leave that open thinking, geez, you really got to everybody. And it's all about engaging with people. And it's just trying to be that purple cow that you talk about, someone different that doing, and just offering a service that, because um, look, I've heard horrible stories over the, the years where they, where buyers go through an open home and the agent's on the mobile phone. And I think, you know, it's a sign of arrogance and it, you're there to sell this home. And so when we're there, first impressions count. Okay, so what you're saying is, if you're in business, you're in show business. And Saturday <laughs> is show business day, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And you know that there are hundreds of open houses out there, but you want them to come and leave and actually get a real feel that this Carmen person is different to the rest, you know? Um, you're obsessive about presentation, aren't you? I mean, Absolutely. I know I could see it in, in your clothes, I could see it in your car outside there. It seems to be not only, you know, it's, it's been raining, but it still seems to be super clean. It's parked like perfectly. Um, do you think that's uh, a girl? Do you think girls or females uh, got a better attention to detail? Or is, what, what do you think? Um, no, look, I've met some guys that have got that. I think in this business, if you want to be the best, you've got to be the best at whatever you do you've got to just I have this motto and it's on my PA's um, actually above my PA's computer that when we do a job we do it well and we do extra so what I'm trying to say is is that a lot of people just do enough and think they get by but if you want to be a star agent do that little bit extra it's not hard to do okay Carmen I want to ask you a little bit about um, you've got a you've got a PA 
Yes. Okay. What's the sort of stuff your PA does? Okay. Um, put appraisal reports together, answers emails. Look, if I'm not in the office, if a vendor calls up, make sure that um, you know um, they know when their open times are. Mainly all the non-dollar productive activity is what my PA And what do you does. seem to end up focusing most of your time at? Dealing with buyers? Dealing, um, dealing with vendors. Buyers as such, those buyers um, that um, I've built a rapport with that maybe have been looking for a while that have a home to sell, um, then um, it's just basically, yeah, just servicing people. So you're speaking to people, you're, most of your day spent talking to people. I tried to. Obviously, right. there are the days that, you know, you want to be, but, you know, you might get a phone call that someone wants you to go and list a property or right. a buyer calls you up, wants to have a look at a house, and it's a hot buyer that's been through the house three times. And um, But most times I try to stick to a schedule. Right. Like an ideal week type thing. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay, how do you stay Still home? need to perfect that, though. But you're, you, you, at least you've got a goal to be somewhere. You've, you've got a plan that you try and keep it at. Yeah, I'm very organised. Well, I, I try to be. Yeah. Um, my day starts by, as soon as I get up in the morning, before I even have breakfast or a shower, I check my emails. Right, on your phone? On my iPad. On your iPad. Could be my phone, yeah. whatever comes first. Um, I'll get to my buyer inquiries. Last thing at night, I mean, look, before I go to bed, I'll make sure that I reply to an email before I go to bed, and that could be midnight or even after midnight. And some buyers are surprised that I'm even, you know, um, replying at that time of the, the night or early morning. Um, I've probably already done a couple of hours' work before 9 o'clock right. before I get into work. And it only takes me probably 30 minutes because there's less distractions. Right. At home, I could be texting a vendor right. some feedback or even getting on a on the phone with a vendor at 7 o'clock. So, so, your, so, so your work is beginning at 7 in the morning? It can sometimes be earlier than that. just depends on what listings I've got on the market and right. how busy I right. am at the time. Okay. Um, Saturdays is all open house day, is it? Yes, it is. And yep. buyers? Yes, mainly open houses and auctions right. are happening on Saturdays. You're, when you're speaking to your vendors about their current activity on their homes, um, you do that by phone? Do you send them reports? Okay. Um, what I do with my vendors, um, to make them feel relaxed so that they're easy to deal with depending on market changes yeah um often i've been known to with the female vendor send her out for a massage or a facial just you know build up that rapport or take them out to lunch gold class tickets for this couples. is existing vendors existing current right. not after they've sold right currently currently, right. currently. and it just it just we become friends by doing that so where i can my vendor meetings or over a lunch or a coffee at the but local it, okay, restaurant. That's interesting, Carmen. Is it hard to tell a vendor bad news when you're close to them? No, because they become a friend and it's how you deliver it. So I don't like to be your, your average agent that's just so structured and scripts and dialogues. I think if you connect with them like a real person, they tend to listen to you more because they know that you care. Because if I was talking to you and trying to tell you that, hey, Tom, your home isn't going to sell for 1.2. Obviously, I don't deliver it like that, but I will say to you, um, you know, the house around the corner, I don't know, over a cup of coffee, um, did you go to that, that auction, Tom? You know, it sold for 1.1, and yet it um, had the extra rumpus room and, you know, it was updated. 
but it just depends on how you're engaging with these so you people. still you still get the message across i do but not in a way where they're going to put their back up right and they're ripe and ready on auction day whether it's a closing day right just makes the process a lot easier and i find not one of these agents and make this clear i don't like working on quantity it's more about the quality right. um look i'm going away on holidays in a couple of days and I've finished all my campaigns. Right. Now a lot will start when I get back but I will never go away right. having in the middle of a campaign because if you list with me, right. right, you've got me the whole time. I'm at all my opens, right. I'm very hands-on and it's um, mostly about yeah, just making sure that when I put you on the market, I put you on the market at the right time. So it's more about the quality, yeah. not the quantity because if... if I find that when I've got the quantity, and I look, I must admit, last year there was, I was probably running more listings than what I felt comfortable with. Right. I handled them. I did a great job with it, but then there was very little sleep because I tried to maintain the same amount of client service that I did with the number that is, I normally is, is life to. Is, is life balance difficult for a mum, high-performing agent and a wife? It was initially, um, but my family have got used to that. And I think because the longer I've been in it, I've been able to find uh, different ways in being able to to adjust and cope right. with it. As I said, I make my job now, it doesn't feel like work, it's the lifestyle. Right, okay. Um, we're gonna finish off in a moment, but I always like to finish our interviews with top three tips. Because mm -hmm. right there watching this video now, um, there's 16,000 people that get this blog and about 6,000 watch it. That's the open rate statistic. They're sitting there and they're looking at someone that's a seven-figure agent, um, different users, uh, customer care. You won an amazing uh, marketing award recently. You've just told me you've just come back from Queensland um, and won an innovative marketing award. You love your job. You love your clients. Can I ask you, what's the three best pieces of advice you'd give to the viewers? If you were starting in real estate again on day one, what are the three best pieces of advice you'd give to yourself and also to our viewers about having a great real estate career? Okay, put the client first. Don't look at the, um, you know, the money aspect of it because that will come. If you put them first, have passion. Um, enjoy what you're doing and just treat people like you want to be treated. Right, that's a pretty simple, clear, you know. Love the work that you're doing. Um, try and feel um, uh, an experience for the client the way that you'd like to be treated. And um, don't worry about the dollars. Worry about the process and the proceeds will come. Absolutely. Okay, Carmen, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you on this video blog. Um, an impeccable seven-figure attraction agent, Carmen Stenta. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hi, it's Tom Panos here. I've been working with seven-figure agents for the last 16 years. During that time, I've learned the ideas, strategies, techniques, and behaviors that they're doing to write a seven-figure income. For the first time ever, I'm releasing the remarkable nine weeks to your best year ever in real estate. Tom not only knows his stuff, but he's actually walked the talk. He's done it himself. 
He's been successful in the real estate industry and now he knows better than anyone that I know how to teach others for that same success. Brand is what people say about you when you're not there. I've designed this program to provide you 100 times the value of your investment. It is content-based and it has clear what-to and how-tos of real estate. Tom's content comes from his experiences in life. He delivers reality to the real estate world in his training. So we're gonna cover how to generate more listing presentations, how to go into a listing presentation and be seen as a trusted advisor and be able to overcome other agents that charge lower fees. I'm also gonna help you understand the value proposition of becoming a marketing-based agent, not just a transactional-based agent. And most importantly, I'm gonna help you structure it, package it, and get it executed. So you can start listing and making more sales from the day you enroll in the program. I'm gonna make sure that you brain tattoo these behaviors and they become part of your life permanently. I look forward to being your personal coach for the next nine weeks. Go to tompanos.com.au to get started.